This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. Welcome back and welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. Happy Monday. It is a great day today. I hope you're having getting off to a good start this week already, bright and early in the morning. So let's talk about the cliff. Let's talk about what I'm going to call for my own personal entertainment today. We're going to call it Judgment Day. It's that day when it's do or die for you, energetic do or die. I gotta be able to hold my own. I gotta make this leap today. I have to be able to be okay in my own skin. I have to be able to not worry, not be afraid, not guard the gate, not protect myself. I have to be able to simply be happy. I have to be okay in my own skin. I'm sitting here and the bills need to be paid and the money's not there and I need the universe's help and but I'm freaking out. <laughs> and it's and I've been there. Believe me, believe me, believe me, I've been there. And you go, "Oh my god, I have to not worry." Right? Because you know the universe isn't going to respond to you if you're worried about stuff. The universe isn't going to be happy with you if you're worried about things. So you have to figure out how to be okay in your own skin. You have to figure out how to not worry about the great what if. The great what if. And that's hard. Now I want to tell you in my own way I'm there today. Myself. Not because I have a whole bunch of bills to pay. Not because not because of anything disastrous, but I'm there myself right now. And I am having to be happy. So we're in repeat mode. Let's back up just a moment here. That was this time last week where I was trying to break this. Okay, where I was trying to break this little cycle that I'm in, and I've been kind of guarding the barn door. I have been doing this protectionary thing, and it's been, it's been, it, it wasn't helpful. I it actually caused me to kind of fall on the rocks. I kind of landed on my face because I just couldn't kind of let it go. And now we're we're sort of back here, and it, it maybe maybe it's just a little bit more sort of critical now, but. I've kind of set myself up really well, you know, for 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 impending doom if I'm not careful. Um, so, which is cool. It's fine. But what that means is that I have to be able to be okay. I I absolutely have to be able to be okay. Now, I want I want to share the interesting part with you here, because I'm I'm not actually worried about the bills. I'm not actually worried about about the things that are coming in the future. That that doesn't actually bother me. You know what my problem is? I'm I'm running low on coffee. There there is no other problem in my life 
I don't even care about the other stuff because I'm so far past it at this point. My problem is I'm running low on coffee. It is actually to me, because I could pop out a little bit sometimes, so I'm able to pop out of my own reality a little bit. I'm able to look at myself and I'm able to just sit there and kind of shake my head and go, what the hell? <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because it's not bills. I'm not, I don't care. It's, it's not, it's not anything that I, I probably should be worrying about. It's that I'm running low on coffee. That's my big problem right now. <sighs> First world problems. What a complicated life. Here's the thing. There's nothing. There, there's, there's, there's no reason to worry. Not even, not even a little bit. There's, there's, there's no reason to worry about this at all. Not even kind of. But the habit of guarding the barn door, the habit of wanting to protect self creates worry and fear. That is a habit. We protect ourselves by worry and fear. Let me explain. Worry and fear are protection mechanisms for the ego. So that because it assumes bad things happen. So it assumes disappointment. So what it's doing is by giving you worry and fear, it's protecting you from even higher or greater levels of disappointment when things don't work out in your favor, right? So it's assuming that bad things are happening, right? So worry and fear keeps the level of pain that you experience to a dull roar because you're already worried and afraid. So you don't have quite as far to fall. It's sort of like cutting yourself off at the knees so that you're shorter and you don't have to fall as far. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a ridiculous notion, but that's, that's sort of what we do. We use worry and fear as a way to keep ourselves ready for the impending doom. But it has the opposite effect, or it can. Because when you're trying to manifest or create something or do anything, you have to be able to be okay, right? The universe, if the if you give the universe worry and fear, well, it gives you something to be worried and afraid about, right? Like it just, it's going to hand you more of what you're, what you're feeling. So that worry and the fear is counterproductive to you. It's the ego's response. The, the ego does it and it's a totally normal thing and it, it's not bad. The ego is totally just doing its job, but it's not helpful to you when you're trying to manifest, when you're trying to create, when you're trying to get over that cycle, when you're trying to break the thing, when you're trying to leap, it's just not helpful. So you have to figure out how to calm the ego down. So for me, the thing that I'm doing is it's like, okay, it, it, it's literally one day, woman, you can handle one day, like you can deal with it, it's one day, like you'll be fine. And, and, and it's kind of that, right? It's like, I'm just gonna take it today. And we're just going to do today and I'm not going to be, I don't need to guard the barn door for a day. I can be fine. Right. And so it's kind of that there's, there's no, there's no risk to me being okay. Right. And that's the thing is the ego creates the risk. The mind creates the risk. And it says, you better get ready for this, right? It's like preparing for a crash landing in an airplane. So what do you do? Well, you duck your head, right? <laughs> you bend over, but it, you don't, have to do that, right? It's not a crash landing in a plane. There's nothing, you know, nothing that tragic going on. It's not, it's not that, right? So we just got to be okay. And it's just, 
it's hard to do and I get it. And I, I hear a lot of these stories where people are like, I tried to stay out of the worry and fear and it didn't work. And I wasn't, you know, and then they didn't get what they want. And, and sometimes even though they feel like they did the best they could, they still didn't, the universe still didn't kind of give in, right? Because the universe wants you to sort of sit in it and not waver. The universe wants you to stay there, right? So the idea that, well, I did it for five hours in the human world, you know, well, that's awesome. Good for you. But it wasn't quite enough, right? You needed to be able to do it more, longer, right? You needed to be able to hold it better. You can't be wavering in it. And so the idea that, you know, we, we can get away with some of it sometimes, and we can for a couple of minutes, as long as we're quick at sort of settling it back down and not diving back into it right away. You can get, you can, you can get away with it for, for very short spurts and once you and allow yourself to quickly get control again, right? So, you know, the, the analogy there would be like a, a car, you know, sort of sliding around on the road for ice or whatever, right? You can't allow yourself to spin out of control. You can handle a little slide, but if you spin out of control and you, you go, you don't know where you're going to end up, right? So, so it's kind of that. You, you can allow yourself a little swerve, but if you let that thing get out of control, you're going to be in trouble, right? You really, really, really have to hold your own, right? And the other piece is the intuition. Are you listening to your intuition or is your brain just giving you a good story? And this one is harder to discern because you, you really, 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 really have to know that what you want is coming if you hold it, right? And, and, and even then, what you want will come right even if even if you're wrong even if you even if your mind just made up a good story and you don't actually get what you want right away because there's more work to do right and i've been led down that path believe me i have been on that path where the universe is like you'll get what you want just do this and i do the thing and then they go now we lied <laughs> and but for me that i i get a kick out of that it's actually funny that makes me laugh. But the reason I find that funny is because it's all about the feeling. It's, it's all about the emotion. It's not about the outside world. It doesn't really matter what happens. It is 100% about how you feel and what you're thinking along the way. And when you can remember that, that the universe is busy trying to tune you, right? So that's been my whole job. Stop the janky thinking. Stop the warped emotions. Calm down. Think for yourself. Do your own thing, right? All of that kind of stuff. It's all been about taking my power back and finding confidence and all of that kind of jazz, right? Self-sabotage stuff, right? Lots of that. So because that my path has been that, right? And, and behind all of that has been this story of money and lack and, and all of this crap going on, right? Because you've got all this stuff happening. And because all of this crap's going on, the universe has been slowly tuning my thinking, 
slowly tuning how I perceive what happens. So they have been letting things happen that I didn't want to have happen, right? Some of it was about facing my own fears. Some of it was about allowing things to happen that, that I used to be afraid of to see that it really wasn't anything to be afraid of, right? So it was kind of like, you know, get on the balance beam and try it because it's really not as scary as you think it is. So there's, there's that piece, right? Trying to coax me through living through some of those experiences that I was afraid of before. So there's, there's that, there's that piece. There's, there's also the piece of just tuning the thinking so that even when bad things happen, you can't go down the rabbit hole of thought, right? So, and that was kind of where I was yesterday uh, when I went live on Facebook, I was talking about this idea of what happens when you find out this truth and the ego objects basically, right? So you get mad, you, you do anger, you do blame, you do, you know, or you victimize yourself, you know, how could I have been so stupid kind of stuff, right? So that's the self-victimization. Right? So when you don't get what you want, what do you do with that with your ego? Where do you go? And if you go down that path of victimization or blame or anger, then you were better off in the illusion of the lie. Because at least in the illusion of, of that lie, you were not, you were okay. You were okay in that. It was fine for you. You were you were good there. <laughs> but the minute somebody broke the lie, you went down the rabbit hole. You got pissed off. You were angry. You did the victimization thing. You got to blame. You, you went down the path. So what the universe is trying to get you to do is be okay even when you don't get what you want. Learn to be okay. Don't victimize yourself. Don't do blame and anger. I had this conversation one time with somebody a very long time ago. It was way at the beginning of my journey. And I, I really didn't have the tools at that point to, to help this person then. I could now, but then I didn't really have that. And it was this idea that this person had been trying to manifest whatever it was they needed probably money for food or rent or whatever they wanted to do. And it, it had failed and they, they didn't. And they went into a place of victimization and blame and anger. And they were mad at the universe for not giving them what they wanted because they had tried really, really hard to sort of not be worried and afraid, right? They did the best they could and they expected that that would be enough. So that when it didn't happen and they didn't get what they needed, they went into blame, anger, and victimization. And they shut down. And that's unfortunate. There's, there's a lesson in there. And the shutting down part just requires healing. And they come back. And that's okay. But that's, that stuff is all the ego protecting the human, right? That, that stuff is the ego saying, 
look, see, there's nothing out there, right? Like, like you're listening to, you're listening to figments of your imagination. You're listening to, right, whatever. It's the ego trying to keep you safe so that when it doesn't work out for you, you're okay. You know, you're, you're ready for the disappointment, right? But we really don't get the option of kind of, right? <laughs> we, we, it, in, in, the, in the world of the universe, we, we don't get the option of sort of. We, we kind of have to be able to hold it. You know, pretty, pretty darn good, right? It's like you got to get 98% on that test to pass, right? Like, that's how it works. You, you got to be able to hold it pretty good to get what you want. And you got to trust, and, and maybe more than just being happy and being okay and not guarding the barn door is the idea that you got to trust, right? Because even if you're not worried or afraid, if you just simply don't trust it, you're still not going to get it, <laughs> right? You, you have to hold your own. You have to be able to stand there. And that's, that's the thing that I've had to learn in some of this process was that I couldn't be wishy-washy. I couldn't be wishy-washy. I had to stay there. And I had to control my thoughts. I had to control my feelings. And I had to stay there. I had to learn that concept of control. And people don't like it. When I talk about control, I, I get the pushback sometimes. Because people think control means squishing and we're blocking and we're defending and we're not allowing and we're but that's not really the energy we're going for. We're not going for defending. We're not going for squishing, right? But worry and fear, the thing with worry and fear is if you squish them, they don't go away. So you can't just squish them. You can't just pretend they're not there and sort of hide them. You have to figure out how to actively let them go and do it quickly, right? So you have to figure out where they came from. Did they just sneak in the back door? Did you have a thought that caused it to show up? What was going on in your mind? So that you can quickly counteract that and get that to go away again without squishing, because squishing isn't going to help you because it's still there. But then you got to figure out how to move it out of your way, right? These concepts, this stuff takes time, right? This is the, you know, it, it's interesting the, the human perception of time because in my own mind, in my own mind, I think I'm slow. I think I'm not moving very quickly. I think I could do this faster. I think, right? <laughs> you like where that goes. But I get acknowledgement all the time that I've done this quickly, right? Like, like I've come, I've come up fast. There, there was a point, the early years of this, the first few years of this were definitely kind of grudge, grudge work, drudging through it, right? The, it was kind of the grunt work um, of, of that bigger healing stuff that I was doing, right? There was a lot of sort of deep stuff going on in those first few years. And I got to a point in the last couple of years, and, and especially this last, this last 12 months, 
where I learned how to heal fast. Things would come up and I would break them quickly. Things I could, I, I understood how to move the energy around and, and do it easily and, and not struggle with that, with that process where I finally figured out how to do it and not go down the rabbit hole. That was a huge, a huge moment to be able to know that I could just simply deal with it in 10 minutes. <laughs> that's, that's a big deal, right? And, and then understanding that I was done sort of the real deep healing part of it, right? I didn't have to do that part anymore, at least for now doesn't mean something won't come up, right? But at least for now, I don't I don't have to do that right now. So, and today is literally just a choice. Like, there's not even anything to do. It's literally just a choice to be okay. But this process to me has spanned seven years because I'm looking at the totality of it. But if I break it up, I'm kind of looking around going, well, okay, I've moved pretty quickly in the last, in the last 12 months or so. I've, I've done pretty good, <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of going along, but I, but I see seven years is a pretty good chunk of time, right? So, so for me, it was like, you know, the human wants to move faster. I should have been able to do this in three, you know, <laughs> but, but the universes were like, you know what, that, that you did, you did good kid. You did good. And uh, so it's, it's that, right? It's that. They, they reminded me yesterday of, of, of when I made the choice to, to do this work. And, and I'll explain. And it is relevant. It's not random. But they, they reminded me yesterday of, of when I made the choice to do this. Because when I did that, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't have the level of intuition and clarity that I have now. I had a general goal, but I had no idea whether I would get it or not. I didn't know what I was getting myself into at all. Not a clue. I didn't really know what the outcome would be. It, the pain was just enough that, that I was willing to do something to fix it, right? I was finally in enough pain that I had decided to heal, right? Right? And so it didn't matter. The outcome was less important because I was really just looking for a way to feel better, right? So I had made the choice to do the work, but I didn't have, I didn't have clarity. I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen. And this past week, I'm aware intuitively of what's coming, sort of, right? Like I'm aware. I'm aware of some things, right? I have some clairvoyance. I have some intuition. So I'm aware of some things. And I know what the goal is. And I'm aware of the goal. And I know that it's there. I, I Now I have the clarity. Now I'm aware of all of it. And it's interesting how when it was just sheer pain it was like jumping out of a burning building. It was just better than where I was. But this time I was more interested in guarding the door. 
And I actually spent time last night before I went to sleep sort of working myself through some of this stuff so that I didn't have to do it this morning. Because I wanted to be able to wake up and just sort of decide to be okay. I didn't want to have anything coming back at me. I didn't, I didn't want any reflux, you know. I just wanted to be able to be okay. So I just sort of cleaned up. Right? I made sure that that was fine. I had a little conversation with myself. We did, we did a little bit of dusting, right? It wasn't anything tragic. We just did a little bit of dusting. It was cool. And that's it. So that when my alarm went off this morning, I just woke up and said, okay, we're going to pretend like today's the best day of my life and we're just going to roll with it. And that's it. And, but that's how it has to be. And there's, there's no risk in doing that, right? Because to the, the, ego's, the ego's measuring and weighing risk. But what if you have to solve a problem? But there's no risk to doing that today for me. None. There's no, there's no risk to it. It's fine. It's fine, right? Like, and, and in the back of my mind, my brain's going, but coffee. And I'm going, oh, shut up. Because <laughs> it's hilarious, right? Like, that to me is really funny, right? Like, I literally have a Tim's card in my bag. If I really need coffee, I can go get coffee. Like, the world's not going to end, right? Like, it's not a big deal. It's just funny. It's really hilarious. So, so yeah. Yeah, like, just allow yourself the opportunity to be okay and watch what happens. Even if you don't have a big cliffhanger moment like I do right now. Even if you don't have that going on. Just by allowing yourself to be okay, there's no risk in that. Just, just allow yourself to be okay for a while. Not avoiding, not dodging, not hiding, not squishing. Just truly allowing self to be okay without letting other people pull you down. There's the fun part. Can you do it and not take on other people's crap? There's a trick. Can you do it and not take on other people's crap? Can you do it and hold your own even while people around you aren't necessarily quite so cheery? You can, but you have to actively think for yourself. You have to actively be aware. You have to bring your awareness and be conscious, be aware of yourself and go, hey, wait, that's theirs, not mine. I am picking that up right now. And you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to allow yourself to pick up their stuff because you're gonna maintain that momentum just for one day. You're gonna maintain that momentum. You're not gonna pick up the stuff. You're not going to do that to yourself. You're gonna give yourself one day where you're just gonna be okay and you're gonna see what shows up for you. And yeah, the people around you might try to drag you down because they're like, why are you so happy? What's wrong with you, <laughs> right? That's totally normal. But just don't let them do that. Right? Just be aware of that and let it go. Don't let people bother you. It's okay to be okay. 
and they don't get to tell you how to feel. You, you get to choose that. I say that all the time. You get to choose how you feel. You don't automatically have to respond to people. You get to choose how to feel. So choose how to feel. And if you want to feel happy, then feel happy. Right? And you don't need a cliffhanger moment. You, you, don't, you don't need judgment day. You don't, you don't need that. You just need to make the choice to be okay. And it's really not that hard to do. You can have fun doing it. Just decide to be okay. See what the intuition tells you. See what kind of cool ideas you come up with. See what shows up in your world when you just allow yourself to breathe for a day and let go of the stress and the problems and the things that you've got going on and stop letting other people pull you down. Just, just see what happens. Just see what happens if you just decide that I'm going to be okay for one day. I'm going to stop guarding the barn door. I'm going to stop the worry and the fear. I'm not going to let people pull me down. I'm just going to be happy for the sake of being happy because I want to see what happens when I do. And I'm going to let go of all the worry and fear that I normally carry with me. What happens when you do that? If you do it, let me know. Tell me about it. There's a contact form on the website for the podcast. You can find me on social media all over the place. But let me know. Let me know. Shoot me a message. Let me know what happens when you let go of the worry and fear and you decide to be okay just for one day. Let me know what happens. I'd love to hear from you. All right, gang, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening today. I hope you have enjoyed this. Once again, this has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe from wherever you're listening to this on. Take care. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now, folks. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.